Welcome to Talmud Tidbits. It's an honor to have you here. I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Trauper, and my goal is to share inspiring, uplifting, and beautiful ideas as we go through Shas together, Ezra Hashem, and become more proficient in the beauty and the wisdom of Chazal that will greatly enhance our Hodas Hashem and our lives. Hello and welcome. We're in Brachos Nun Aleph, Amid Aleph, and we're going to go from there till Bezer Hashem, the end of the Masechta. Thank you so much for being on this journey with me. The uh, Gemara tells us on Brachos Nun Aleph, Amid Aleph, that um, you should not take your uh, clothing from the Shamish, um, and, it, and, and that's what he says. Um, that where Yishmael ben Elisha said that I heard three things from Suriel Sarhapanim, this angel told me this thing, don't take my chaluk, don't take your clothing in the morning from a shamish, and wear it, and um, the, some of the Mepharshim say that it's tied into the next halacha, that don't let someone who didn't wash his hands yet for Natil Sadaim in the morning wash your hands, and maybe that's the problem as well, although other people say that it's ego, person should get himself dressed in the morning and not um, be worshipped, we have to serve we have to spend the day focusing on how we're serving Hashem, not start the day by other people dressing us. But we that's we want to start off correctly. The Gemara tells us that Yeshua um, Levi, who is a Balagada, and throughout all Shas, that's what he's called, um, and he says, and this is based on another Gemara, I believe it's in Baba Basra, three things the Malacham of us told me. Don't take your Chaluk uh, Shachars from the Shamish, like we just mentioned, and um, don't wash from someone that didn't wash until Sadaim. And don't stand in front of the women when I when they come back after Leviah because I dance there and I'm there. And my knife, my, my sword is still in my hand. And I have permission sometimes to hurt people. But if you do bump into him, what should you do? So he, the Malcolm Abbas told him, here's the solution. You should move where you're, where you're at for Amos. So I want to just talk about that for a moment. That sometimes in life people are stuck. And the thrones of death are upon them and they think that everything's lost. And um, they have to. We have to learn that sometimes if we just switch switch up something that you're doing, your life can be so much different. So that's the first thing that he says. Just move from where you are for almost and get a little movement in your life. When I help people with weight loss, I always tell them the first five pounds are the worst. They're the hardest. But once you get them, then you feel good. You see that you can actually do it. And so many things in life are like this. No, we can't change other people, and we can't necessarily control the things around us. But we can change ourselves and make positive efforts to make change. So the first thing is always try to get make a little move away from where you're at. Another thing he said, if there's a river, then you should um, you should cross it. So so too, it's the exact same thing he's saying, that if it seems like something's insurmountable, just cross it anyway. Just start. I'm going to do my best. Because in life, if we move a little bit, or we say, I could cross it, it changes everything. And if there's another path, take that. Leku Ahori, if there's a wall, stand behind it, not not in front of it. And if not, at least turn your face and say, and then I will pass. So again, it's all the way we talk, the way we act. That's what we're looking to do. It's a very important thing in life. Brachas, starts on Daphne Dalai which we're on right now, is called Haroe, one who sees. And it's because the first Mishnah starts off, if you see a place where, where miracles happen to the Jews, so you make a bracha, and the Mishnah continues, a couple more examples of other brachas that we make, and it says that if a person um, sees that one who sees um, meteors or earthquakes, lightning and thunder, so he should say, Hashem's strength, fills the world, and, and uh, Rashi brings down here in the Gemara that what's this bracha, that Hashem's strength, these things are seen or heard from very far away, and so we acknowledge that. 
But there's another bracha that we're familiar with, which is Ose Maisebracious, which is um, the bracha that we make on, on lightning, Halacha So what's the pshat? So if you think about it, what's really going on, uh, translate and explain further, is that thunder is caused by lightning. What happens? The lightning bolt travels from one cloud to the ground, and it, happen- it op- actually opens up a little hole in the air called the channel. And once that light is gone, the air collapses back and creates a thunder wave that we hear as thunder. And that's why if you count seconds in between it, you see how far it is. Because from the second that you see the lightning, that means that it's present somewhere. But then, and you can see it faster because vision happens faster. But then the sound that it makes only happens after it travels. And so if you count one, then it's a mile, two, two miles. So there's a calculation, and I know people are going to correct me and say that I got it wrong. But you understand the main idea of what I'm saying here. And that is, therefore, that the main, if you hear both lightning and thunder together, Shulchan Aruch Paskins, Mishabur explains this as well, that the only bracha you make is just on the lightning, because that's the Iker thing. And on the lightning, we say, and that's it. And that includes everything, because that is an all-inclusive bracha. Hashem, I recognize that you created the world. And also, it has the fear in it, too, because, Hashem, you've instilled the fear in me from the thunder and the lightning, which both instill that fear, and I recognize that you're the one that created the world. But if you hear them separately or see them and hear them separately. So then on the lightning, which comes, you would say, a ose my sebracious. And on the thunder, which really shakes us up even more deeply, uh, because it's it's visceral and we feel it and we hear it. So that you say, shikohu rosa mali olam. Um, and that's that's a little bit better of an understanding of what's going on over here. If we look on the nun dalim base, it says that three people need shmira. That's a chasen, kala, and tamid chachamim. And Rashi explains, why do they need to be watched? Because people are jealous of them. So I understand why people are jealous of Talmud Chacham, because he has a lot of knowledge. Why are people jealous of the Chassan and Kala? I believe the Pshat is because they have an opportunity. They're starting off fresh. People in life that don't have it, or people that have it, but it's not the way they want it in a relationship, so they look and they're jealous. But we should turn that jealousy into a goal that, hey, I want to be on that madrega of a chassan and kala. Let's create that love. Obviously, some of it is fake and some of it is not real. They don't know each other. They're just excited about this prospect. And everybody likes potential. It's why everybody's excited about babies. But really, the ultimate excitement is when someone uses their life and accomplishes. But nonetheless, people are still jealous because they don't know that, that, that that's what's going on. Um, the Gemara Daf Nun and base is a very interesting thing. The Gemara says... This word of rayonech, your thoughts. And Rashi says it's machshavasech. Rayon means thought. And every lushan of rayon that you find throughout the Chumash just means your desire. Um, sorry, is not does not mean your desire, but it means your thoughts. And I'll prove it to you. He says, v'rayoneha yivahaluna neha. So it says um, his, his rayons um, confused him or got him upset. So he says, does your desire get you upset? No, it's your machshava. So this is very cognitive behavioral. So Rashi is saying that your cognitive structure has an influence on who you are and how you feel, and that's really, really important. Gemara has all different types of interpretations about dreams. Go through a drop of them, but there's some really, really fascinating things here. So it says if you see Sefer Tehillim and Daphne Zainam Abayz, if you see Sefer Tehillim in a dream, you should be mitzapa, you should look forward to chasidus. If you see Eov, you should worry about pranios. And uh, if you see Mishle, I'm going out of order, sorry. If you see Mishle, you should look forward to having Chachma. If you see Eov, you should be worried about Pranios. And then it continues later. Another thing is that if you see Shira Shirim, that, that also tells you that you should look for Chasidus. If you think about it, why is that Chasidus? It's very interesting because Shira Shirim is a passionate love song about Klai Yisrael and Hashem, etc., but that's the shot. The chasidus comes. How, do you, how are you when there's love? When there's love, Ahab and Kalkelis Ashura pushes us to be even greater. 
Um, if you see Kahalas, you should be Mitzap of Rechachma, which is which corresponds to Mishle. And if you see um, the Kinos, then uh, which refers to Echa, you should worry about Pronios, which is the same thing as Eov. There's obviously two levels here, and it needs to be explained. But let's just continue. It says, if you see Ben Azai in a dream, you should look forward to Chasidus. So somehow he corresponds to Tehillim and to um, Shira Shirim. So there's a lot of passion there, Ben Azai. And remember, he never got married either, which is really fascinating. Somehow he's still that passionate Shira Shirim because it was Nafshi Chashba Torah. He was in love with, with Torah. Then you have Ben Zoma. All these were Shimon. Shimon ben Zoma, you should be, you should look forward to Chachma. Shimon ben Zoma was a big Chacham, which corresponds to um, to Mishle and Kohelis. And again, Mishle is Mishalom of life, which helps us understand better. Kohelis is Hevel Avalom of life, which makes us the bigger, bigger people. And finally, if you see Acher, who was in that time, t- same time period, he was Nicholas Lepardes and came out uh, off of Derech, then you should be worried about Pronius, which corresponds to the Kinos in the time of the base of Migdash destruction, and to um, Eov, which is tragedy. So there's just, there's what to think about. There's a very fascinating Marsha, which I highly recommend you look at, because the Gemara says that um, there are, uh, right here on Daphne Zion Mabes, it says there are three things that are Meshivan Daito Shalevim, which I'll translate as help settle a person. What are they? Kol, sounds, you, I, you might interpret that as music, Mara, Images, things that are nice to look at, v'reach, and, and fragrance. So these things calm a person. But then, shlosha marchivin daitel shaladim, which seems to be translated as expand a person. Eluhain, dirana, ishana, and kalimna. Beautiful house, wife, and um, objects, or furniture, furnishings. So the marsha says, what does this mean, marchivin daitel shaladim? So I, I always thought, learning it simply, that it meant that... Um, that um, just like Rabbeinu Tom used to, it says he would stare at coins, gold coins, to open up his mind so he'd learn better, so it opens up your mind. It's expansive. But he says the opposite. He says it's Nefesh Rechava of Bilam that these things, when you're spoiled and you have all these things and you indulge in them in the, in the Isha Na, in the Kalim Na, and the uh, Dira Na, then on the contrary, they pull you away from your Avodah Hashem. Now, obviously, it's a balance. person has to know because the Gemara in Shabbos says that a, uh, that a Talmud Chacham should marry a beautiful wife. And there's certainly um, a lot of background. Obviously, a woman should be attracted to her husband. Um, but what it means, but what, again, what Marsha seems to be saying is that it has the potential to make you run after Mosros. And we see that in Eretz Yisrael, people live with a lot more precious because they're more sensitive to um, these things. On Dav Samach Beis, on Beis, it says um, that, that, that um, David Melch found um, Shul and he was about to kill him in the cave. But he saw that he was that he was living with Tznius because he was covering himself up and he was going to the bathroom and he went to, into privacy and and therefore he uh, he spared him he had Rahmanas on him so the Tznius of Shal saved his life literally and it's funny not funny but it's significant that normally we say Kol Kvuda Bas we talk about Tznius and we say that it's a woman's thing that a woman uh, you know the the Bas Melech is it's Tznius however the first king that's actually his Mida meaning she's it's not shot that she's a Bas Melech she's a woman and therefore she's Mockbit on it. No, everyone should be Mockbit on it. But it's that it's that this woman is Mockbit on it, and she's living like a boss Malach. And just like Shaul, his Sneas saved him. But more than that, when the when there were 300 B'nai Binyamin that were left, and everyone, Kali Israel said, we're not going to give our daughters, we're not going to marry our daughters off, and they realized that the whole Shevet was going to be lost. So they said, all right, everyone will grab. Binyamin Zayv Yitrof, they'll grab their wife. So what happened? Shaul was too embarrassed, and his and, and his wife grabbed him, so to speak. So he was he was a Tznua, and he got a very big Tzadikus as well. Um, it's not a chisar on her either because she was 
she saw that that's what he needed, and she brought out his his greatness during his very turbulent and difficult life. But he they produced great tzaddikim together, Yonatan and other great tzaddikim. Um, so, but that's the tznias of Shul, which is that is a that dignified mita is very important, and it's it's very significant that I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that wife. Um, the Radak brings down in Tanakh that later on when Shaul's seven children were murdered as a punishment um, for the Gibbonites for what for their mistreatment and, and their murder. So um, this woman waited by them and uh, made sure that they got a proper burial and proper last respects. And it says, and the Radak brings down, we don't know where this Chazal is, but that, that uh, David HaMelech saw this and no say Melech Amonasah Shal Melech, he's allowed to marry her. And he married her because he saw her tznias. He appreciated how how appropriate and sensitive she was. And we see this quality is a very kingly quality of being a dignified and sneeze person. Samach Gimel Bey's finally last thought, even though there's 64 blot, I'm going to say something on Samach Gimel Bey's, that the novel um, Atzma, the Gemara says, if you put yourself, uh, if you uh, lower your ego, Sheshol Arabel Kol that that uh, this, this Sadik, he would ask his Rebbe all of his questions. So there's nothing wrong with that. A person should lower himself down. And finally, um, the... Gemara tells us that when David, when when Moshe Rabbeinu moved out of the Machana, Hashem told him, "Come back, because Achshav Yomer, you can't you can't just move out your tent." Harav Bekas, the Talmud Bekas, they're going to think that the Rebbe's and that I'm angry at them, and, and because look the look the, the biggest Talmud Moshe is not talking to Klal Yisrael, um, but Hashem said, "I'm not angry at them. I forgave them. Come back." So what do we see? We see that we represent the Rebbeinu Shalom, and people could be misguided or or misinterpret things based on our actions. We have to be so careful to make sure that we represent Hashem and that we're not misrepresenting Hashem, that sometimes a Rebbe could yell at a Talmud and he thinks, oh no, my parents are upset at me also and Hashem's upset. And really the Rebbe's wrong or the teacher's wrong. We have to be so careful because people interpret this. Thank you so much for being on this amazing journey through Brachas. I wish you much Hatzlacha in all your learning and I hope that you had a good time and were able to look at other Mepharshim and be enlightened by this experience and I look forward to Ezra Hashem continuing throughout our journey in Shas together with Siyata Deshmaya.